Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. And that's how it has to be in order to heal, because what's going on in the alternative environment for medicine and the conventional environment for medicine isn't really healing anybody. Well, I can't say that entirely. People get a little bit better. There are some amazing surgeons out there, too, that remove things out of people's bodies. If somebody gets an appendicitis, if somebody has an aneurysm, there's incredible surgeons. So, But I'm talking about chronic illness. That's where the disaster lies. It doesn't lie with with a liver transplant. We got amazing people out there to to remove a liver, put one in. I mean, you know, we're in a great place. Uh, medical science and research is in a great place when we're doing that kind of thing. But where are we with chronic illness? It's disastrous. I'm sorry to say, but disastrous. And the best information out there in the internet or or in books or wherever you can find isn't enough because we have 250 million Americans alone, and I'm not even talking about global, and, and 250 million Americans that are sick with symptoms out of the over 300 million plus Americans that we have here, and that are sick with symptoms and different conditions, many diagnosed wrong, many symptoms they don't, no one understands. That's where we are with chronic illness. So does this radio show have to be ahead of the time? Darn right. You better believe it has to be ahead of the time. And it has to be ahead of everything else. And it is. And that's the whole point. This radio show, it has clean and pure information. If you're brand new to this, if you're brand new to this radio show, Medical Medium Radio Show and everything else around it, make sure that you tell friends, too, that the information here is not backed by agenda-driven Money, stuff like that, all that crazy stuff that's in the industry, like the medical lobbyists and everything else around it that are involved with making sure that conventional medicine is poisoned, meaning as far as for chronic illness and alternative medicine is poisoned for chronic illness so that when you go and you try to find help, you get told you've got Lyme disease when you may not have Lyme disease, or you get told you have multiple sclerosis when you don't have multiple sclerosis, or you never get told what causes anything, or it could be anything going on, tingles and numbness, aches and pains, blurry eyes, brain fog, confusion, then you're told it's something in your gut when that's not really what it is. It's one thing after another. You got serious, there's people out there walking around fatigue, chronic fatigue everywhere with all kinds. They can't do anything. They all kinds of symptoms, weak limbs and frustration, anxiety, depression, and not getting the answers. So when it comes down to that, science is behind and studies do not, the whole thing, studies and research don't really match up to anything with everybody suffering from aches and pains, joint pain, nerve pain, neuropathy, everything thing going on. All of it is still a mystery. Migraines, headaches, you name it. Have I said enough? And that's still a mystery to research and science. It's still a mystery to, to, to most professionals. So this is pretty, and actually all professionals really, when you think about it, unless they know what's causing everything. Now, the reason why I'm saying this and being so strong about all this, all of this is because we're going into, we're going into protein is where we're heading. And before we go into protein, I just have to let everybody know 
that the information here in the show isn't because I believe in one thing or I believe in another thing or I got some belief system and I'm going to I'm going to shove a whole bunch of protein crap right down your throat, a whole bunch of protein nonsense and knowledge down your throat. Maybe science and, and, and research believes you need this amount of protein. I'm just going to take that and just shove that right at you. No, we're not going to do that. We need the truth instead. We can't get tricked and we can't get fooled because let me tell you something when it comes down to the protein and the protein whole phenomenon to the whole obsession and everything about protein we're getting tricked we're getting fooled if anybody's ever played a trick on you you didn't like it i can guarantee you that i'm sure you didn't but if someone plays a trick on you and it's your whole lifetime and your family's lifetime before you and your mother and father's lifetime and your grandparents' lifetime before you and everybody else's lifetime before you and after you, your children and this, this same trick, the same joke is being played on your children and their children. It's not a good thing. And the protein problem is this very trick and that's the big, that's the deal. So we're going to go right into that. We have to, the information on the show is pure, untampered with. It's not supported by the thumb on the scale research in science that forces studies to go a certain direction to take care of investors that put their money in it so everybody's happy except for the person with chronic illness. Well, we have nothing to do with that. And thank God, and I'm so darn happy we have nothing to do with that. And that's why people are healing. Check out, check out medical medium books. You know my books. Check out the whole thing. Learn and heal and it's really important to do that. So let's go right into protein. Look, I sound a little extra edgy today, a little extra snarky on this, but there's, there's a reason for this because protein has been like, it's like the thorn in people's sides because the minute you follow the protein law, the law of protein, you get yourself messed up. You fall into a trap. You fall into a ditch. You step into a pothole. You get yourself in big trouble. And you have to know this. For your own good. It's critical because you have to protect your family. You have to protect your friends. You have to protect your loved ones. You got to protect yourself. Whatever you got to do. And the protein machine, I call it the protein machine, is an evil, evil machine. <laughs> it's an evil machine that doesn't, that doesn't take hostages. It's an, it's an evil machine that wants to take people down. It sounds crazy. Well, back in the 1930s, Okay, the 1930s, a deal was made in the industries, a deal you have no idea about, a deal that never gets surfaced, it never gets talked about, and it doesn't even get talked about with, with all the different food groups, the food wars. You got the paleo people and the protein eaters here, you got the vegans, you got the vegetarians here, and you got this food war out there, and everybody's like trying to throw science, regarbled like junk science, just whatever it is, just throwing it back and forth, you know. The paleo people and the high protein people are all like, Well, you vegans, you're gonna be starving and you need your protein and where you're gonna get your protein, and the vegans and the plant-based people are all trying to prove, hey, we got protein, we're throwing, and you're eating all the animal meat, and that's all bad too. And there's this war going on out there, and it's pretty intense. But everybody's keeping busy. And, and their eye is on this protein ball, and they're passing this protein ball back and forth, back and forth. So more authors come out and write about the same protein ball, back and forth, back and forth. More experts come out and talk about it on the, you know, whatever TV shows, back and forth. And guess what? You get burned. You get burned. Yeah, that's right. You get burned. And no one knows about the deal and the deals that have been made in the past to make sure 
protein confuses the crap out of you guys. That protein confuses the heck out of you guys. So guess what? You stay sick. That's right. And you end up staying sick. Because the minute you got your eye on the protein ball, hey, look, it's all about protein. Look at the back of the package. It's protein. Ignore what's really in the food. Ignore what can actually cure your illness because, hey, no one knows it creates chronic illness anyway. So how would you know unless you read the medical medium books and everything? And if you don't, then you don't know what causes any disease or illness. So there you go. And so what happens is we end up just lost in the protein land. Did you get enough protein? Oh, I'm hungry. I must need protein. Oh, my hair's falling out. I must need protein. Oh, my skin's not feeling good, looking good. I must need protein. Oh, my nails. Oh, it must be protein. Your nails aren't strong. Must be protein. Oh, let's get, let's go and get, you know, let's go to a spa and they'll put all this stuff on your face and be like, oh, it's going to help. It's got proteins in it. Oh, let's wrap you up in proteins. Let's do this. Let's do that. Hair shampoo. Oh, there's proteins in this hair shampoo. It'll help your hair get thicker. It's endless madness and stupidity. You guys wouldn't believe it. And yeah, I've been staying away from this topic. I've been staying away from it. There's a reason why. Because it's that annoying. It's so annoying. I almost couldn't stand to want to do this. But the problem is, (laughs) the problem is, I have to do this. I have to because if you don't have it straight, if you don't know what's going on, how are you really going to get better when your adrenals are shot? How are you really going to get better If you got the chronic fatigue because you're viral, how are you going to get better if you got twitches, aches and pains, spasms, tremors, okay? The shakes, weakness, fatigue, fear, chaos, anxiety, depression, blurriness, brain fog, floaters in the eyes. How are you going to get better when you don't know anything about those things and you're looking for protein? How are you going to get better if you're searching for protein to be your answer when you're walking around sick and you go to a new doctor? And I'm not, listen... I'm not picking on the doctors. It, it, you know that. You know that. You know how I am. I know a lot of doctors. I love doctors. That's not the problem is all, at all. It's just unique. The doctors can't help what's being taught to them. That's all. It's as simple as that. It's like a whole bad school. There's a whole big bad school out there in health. And everybody goes to it and files in and learns what they learn. And what they learn is old, old, old deals that were made. Old deals that were made. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, back in the 1930s, all right, protein came to town. It was like Santa Claus coming to town. And this wasn't no friendly, nice, good Santa Claus. This was a Santa Claus with big contracts of tons of paper, tons of paper contracts that sit in vaults that you don't even have your hand. You couldn't even touch these contracts. No way in hell. It's called grandfathered contracts in business to make sure protein was literally the focus in every institution, school, every medical school, every single school from elementary school across the country to everywhere possible, protein was a new word. Where'd you get your protein? If you're going to grow and you're going to drink some milk, you're going to get protein out of your milk. You're going to grow strong bones and strong muscles, so you better get your protein. And these deals were made. They were slimy, greasy, disgusting deals that were made in the old day where money was passed from one person to another and it institutionalized as protein being God's answer to everything. And you know what else was happening? By the 1940s, early 1940s, everybody was filing into doctor's offices sick left and right for the first time in history to this degree where women were filing in like armies of women were coming in with anxiety, 
depression for the first time in the 1940s. They were coming in with mystery symptoms like never before. I've talked to old doctors. I remember in the 90s, because I was doing this in the 90s, and I was doing this in the 80s. I was doing this. For, this is what I had. Even, I didn't start this five years ago. I didn't start this six years ago. He's the medical medium. It started three years ago. No, I've been doing this forever since I've been here. And I'm going to tell you right now, I talked to old doctors in the 90s, okay, back then, and they were in their 90s. They had a history of knowing what happened in 1940, okay? So if someone says, hey, what do you know what happened in 1940, Mr. Big Medical Medium? I'll tell you, I do know what happened in 1940. Don't tell me different. Don't tell me different. I do know. And I talked to a lot of old doctors in the, in back then, okay? And they said they couldn't believe it. It was like they woke up one morning, they had their coffee. They drove to work, okay? And their old, the old cars, the old Buick or whatever they had, they drove to work, they got there, and there was a line at the door. It was that fast, they said. They've never seen anything like it. And they only had a couple of fallbacks to go on because when they looked for help from research and science, research and science said, tell them they need protein. Tell them maybe they're not getting enough protein. If that doesn't work, tell them they're crazy, and it's all in their head. Tell all the women they're crazy, and it's all in their head. And if that doesn't work, Okay, tell them it's hormones because science and research is manufacturing hormones for the first time now. We're going to need to sell them. You see what I mean? We've been duped in so many ways. We've been smacked in the heads in so many ways we don't even know. We don't even know. And meanwhile, everybody was coming in due to DDT poisoning, mercury poisoning, heavy metal intoxication. They were coming in because of Epstein, early Epstein-Barr viruses were finally hitting the fan, which you got to learn about in thyroid healing. you got to read that book front to back to really know about the Epstein-Barr and, and to know what's not out there, the information that's out there that's sadly not out there yet. And don't get fooled when science, when somebody puts out a little thing and they say, oh, seven, seven diseases – that, that are linked to Epstein-Barr. Don't get fooled by that. They're just trying to derail you once again. It's not linked. It's actually, the Epstein-Barr is the cause of these diseases I talk about all the time. Don't get fooled by that information that you see floating around. That's another to try to derail the progress that we've made, you and I have made. So what happens with the protein ball, everybody's passing that baby around now. Everybody's passing that around. And that thing is still in the way. That means that if you're doing something right for yourself, you're going to end up doing something wrong for yourself because you're going to be thinking protein. Someone's going to tell you, did you get enough protein? And you're going to derail your process. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. So let's talk about protein in a different light. I'm giving you the history of protein with the dirty deals, the dirty deals that are made going all the way back, the old dirty deals. You better believe it going all the way back. Protein has a nasty business behind it, I'm just telling you. And a lot of money to be made off of it in the past, and a hell of a lot of money is made off of it now because it's an endless topic. And no matter, you know, and I'm not even going to be able to stop it. It's like the Lyme disease thing. The truth about Lyme disease I talk about in book one, in Medical Medium book one. The truth about Lyme disease is in there. Okay, about how it was originally viral. It is viral. It still is viral, even though there's some bacteria present. And I talk about how the Lyme labs are all messed up and everything else. And I talk about all this stuff. It's all there. If you're getting upset and you got Lyme disease, just get the book and read it and give it a chance so you can protect yourself. 
But I'm never going to be able to stop the Lyme train, I don't think, the Lyme trap that's out there. There's too many labs, too many doctors. They're all working together. No one knows what's going on, and it's just too big, and I don't think I can change the course of that one. And I don't think I'll ever change the course of the protein mistake either. But, you know, maybe I'm just wrong, and maybe we are going to change the course on the protein thing finally. Maybe it's possible. And the same thing with the Lyme thing, possibly. I mean, we know we've gotten thousands and tens of thousands and tens of thousands of people better with Lyme disease. We know that already. So maybe we are changing the course. But listen to this. When it comes down to protein, it's so big. It's such a big giant that even when you hear this show and you listen to this show and you got the straight you got the straight and narrow. You, you know what it is. You know what's going on about protein. You understand what's going on with protein. You're still going to bump into a wall possibly because it's that riddled with misinformation out there about protein. And there's that much protein fear. And there's that much. It's, in, it's literally passed down a generation now since 1930. And, and it can't, you, can't even, you can't even get around it. And so... It's, it hits everybody. It's like when women are pregnant, are you getting enough protein? First of all, protein isn't even what takes care of the baby when you're pregnant. It's not even the very thing. It's minerals. It's nutrients, phytochemicals in food. It's antioxidants. It's, those are the things that develop a baby. It's carbohydrates that develop a baby. It's all these other things that develop a baby. And then the baby's liver develops its own protein too, which is the key See, that's the whole thing. You need all these other things in foods so that your own liver, which science and research doesn't even know about, creates your proteins, the ones that the body accepts as actual protein to do the things that science theorizes that the body may do with protein. Your liver, and by the way, liver rescue is, it's on its way. It is on its way. So you got to check that out. Go to Amazon and check it out. I did everything I did everything for that book. I don't even know what I didn't do. I didn't put just the kitchen sink in there. I mean, I put a bathtub in there. There's a bathtub in that book. It's, it's, it's insane. It's unbelievable. Okay, so, so that's what happens. So research and science doesn't know what the liver does. It just doesn't. The liver has thousands of chemicals, chemical functions, thousands. One of them is producing proteins so the body can identify those proteins and use them. That's one thing. Okay, that's where we get our proteins the most. But eating foods, eating foods that heal and feed the liver, eating foods that take care of us, that give us all these other things can then allow the liver to create proteins we need, undiscovered proteins. The liver creates hundreds of proteins, hundreds that have the function that function that are used for the body to function with. And it has even nothing to do with food or what's in food. Except the right foods, the right foods, lots of fruits and vegetables help the liver perform its functions. So see what I mean? That's how unbelievable, that's how butt backwards we are. That's how butt backwards we are. Unbelievable. And it's even more than that. There are protein sources in foods, yes. And they are helpful. They are helpful, but there's harmful ones too, and I'm going to cover that. So you guys, we're going to cover that, of course. You know which ones they are. I'm sure you know. So we're going to cover those different harmful ones, but there's helpful ones. The proteins in spinach are really good for us, really good. Just make sure it's raw spinach. Make sure it's not cooked. It has to be raw spinach. 
That's a really high protein source. Nori, you know, when you have your nori wraps, your nori rolls, the sushi rolls, but the, the nori rolls, and you put whatever you, you put avocado in there, and you put some cucumber in there, and some celery, and a little tomato. You wrap it up, and you cut it in slices, and you put it nicely on a tray. <clears throat> so that's that's something, right? Well, there's lots of protein in the nori sheet. And we can't get confused. Protein's not supposed to satiate hunger. The reason why we look for animal proteins, and this isn't a bash on animal protein. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you straight up right here. This isn't propaganda against animal, the animal protein world. And this isn't propaganda against the vegan world. Okay, you have to understand this for sure, because a lot of people, even when I explain myself like that, you should see some people are just like, oh, he's just he's he's throwing propaganda against the vegans. Oh, he's throwing propaganda against the meat eaters. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Here's how it works. There's fat that's with protein. That's how we get satiated. So if you're a vegan, you're eating so many nuts and seeds and so many cashews, and it's okay to eat some nuts and seeds. It's okay to eat eat some uh, pumpkin seeds and some flower seeds. It's okay to use a little bit of olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, cold-pressed. It's okay. And the same thing with the animal products. It's okay to, if, you, if that's what you like and that's what you're feeling good and you got no problems and your liver's nice and strong and you want to eat some animal protein of some kind. It's okay to have some animal protein, but remember there's fat in these proteins and they can't be separated. So what we get satiated on, which makes us think we need more and more protein, is we get satiated on that fat content. And guess what? That fat content that's in a ton of nuts will kill your liver. It will kill your liver. It, because you sh- it's that the high fat diet is the problem. That's the problem, and no one wants to address that on any level. The high. F- I'm not talking about the trans fatty acids. I'm not talking about you know some some crazy fast food restaurant that's got that's got the fryer going with God knows what kind of greases in that fryer, and it's just it's rancid and it's just it's bubbling over, and you're frying crap in there, and and you know and you get pancreatitis from it. I'm not talking about those bad fats or the, the bad fats and some cupcake that's packaged in some some brand that's popular and mainstream. It's sitting on the shelf in the grocery store, and it's got all kinds of crazy. Fat fats that are in there too, all hidden and wound up in there. Those are terrible. Yeah, they kill the liver. Yeah, they make us sick. I'm not talking about those. No, 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 no. No way. I'm talking about what happens when you eat too much animal protein. Too much. Too much. You're eating meat for breakfast. God forbid. I mean, seriously, you end up getting your fatty liver, you get it, you'll end up with diabetes down the road no matter what. I don't care how much exercising you're doing, you'll be like at a doctor's office and be like, your A1C's up. You better cut out that one apple you eat a day. You better, that must be did. It's not all the meat and chicken you're eating, and it's not all the eggs you're eating. You better cut out that one apple. That's how stupid things are. I have to say that word. I can't help it. It's idiotic. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? Same thing with the vegans doing the plant-based. You guys, I know so many of you guys are plant-based. Listen to me. I, I adore you. I totally support it 1 billion percent. But I got a lot of plant-based people, and, and they can't eat any fruit because they're so busy eating so much of the other stuff. They're eating two avocados, three avocados a day. Then they're having a whole bunch of nuts and seeds. They're eating two tablespoons of coconut oil a day. They're putting in their smoothies a whole, th- like, almond butter left and right. And this isn't just the plant-based people. Even the people that are lowering animal protein, 
don't eat right. So even, you know, some of the doctors out there that are prancing around with new ideas saying, oh, yeah, I still eat animal protein, but you got to lower it. And, and But what you got to do is still focus on high fat, lots of fats. Fats are good for the brain. They're good for the brain. No, they're not. Terrible for the brain. Terrifying for a brain. What's not been discovered by research and science is people have fatty brains. They have fatty brains, just like fatty liver, just like fatty liver. And that's what kills people too. That's what kills people too. You know the expression fathead? Yeah, it's legit. It's real. No one knows it or realizes it, but it's real. The brain can get fatty. The brain itself, the liver gets fatty. So even the fancy books that are out there now with misinformation left and right because of a theory or because of a belief system that you're going to just shove down your throat, even those that say, oh, but no, high fat's still great. Yes, you got to start lowering your animal protein, but high fat, but you still want lots of avocados and you want all these all, all this almond butter straight right into your smoothie every morning and you don't want to eat too much fruit. Stay away from those sweet fruits. It's ridiculous. In fact, it sends you down to not healing. And here's the problem. If you're working on your healing process and you're ebbing and flowing because of the natural healing process or because your supplements that you're on, maybe you're on the wrong supplements or something or maybe whatever and you start taking a turn for a second, you're going to think it's protein. You're going to instantly blame, even if you're on a good diet, you're going to blame it. And that's a whole nother disaster. If you're on a good diet, you're going to blame that good diet as being a protein problem. And you're going to shuffle around to another diet and then to another belief system, another ideology, another, you're just going to be moving and moving around and cheating yourself and getting better. Classic. And I see it all the time. It's painstaking. It's painful. The reason why I put liver rescue out there. It's because of this. It's just because of this reason. This is one of the reasons you need to know what's going on inside the body, and what to do, including supplements and everything around supplements. So here's the deal. Okay, I'm going to be straight up. All right. If you're eating animal protein, there's some to avoid. Some you can have that won't kill your liver, and you got to do it in moderation, depending on where you are. Your sickness. If you're eating plant based, you're eating vegan. There's there's some nuts and seeds you can have. Some avocado you can have. Some little coconut oil you can have. You can also have that if you eat meat, and you could also have that you don't. But the point is, all the fats got to come down a little bit. You got to make a conscious effort to bring them down a little bit. That's the key. It has nothing to do with protein at all. Protein's put there. So you, you don't even know how much fat you're eating. That was one of the key things because what happened was and just so you know, the fats, the, the, the government standards of fats and all this, you know, if you look at the stats on fats, how much fats are in the food, how much fat are in a piece of meat, how much fat's in a piece of chicken, how much fat's in a nut, you know they're all wrong? Do you know they're all wrong? Every farm is different. Every single animal is different. They're completely wrong to the degree of how much fat's in everything. And everybody knew it at the get-go all the way back. So they got you focused on the protein so nobody eats healthy enough. And the reason why they do that is so the industry keeps sick people filing in left and right because it's a massive trillion, trillion-dollar machine that's grandfathered in with contracts and deals made over centuries. And you guys are all pawns in the game, man. All pawns in the game. If you play with the protein train, if you want to ride the protein train, you're going to be part of that whole game. I'm not trying to rhyme here. It's just happening naturally. Okay? I'm not a rhymer. I'm not a good rhymer. (laughs) 
So, all right, look, the bottom line is when you think protein, you got to instantly think of fat. That's all. Think of fats. Okay, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Fats. How much, how many fats are in my diet? And you got to lower them a little bit. I don't care what illness you have, what disease, what symptom, you have to lower the fats a little bit if you want out. I'm giving you a golden ticket. It's like Willy Wonka's, you know, the chocolate factory or whatever, the candy factory. It's like you're getting the golden ticket. You're opening up that chocolate bar, which I don't want you really eating too many chocolate bars. You open up that chocolate bar and that golden ticket is there and I'm trying to hand you that golden ticket. You can smack me in the face. Smack it out. Smack the golden ticket out of my hand. Go ahead. Slap it out of my hand. Go ahead. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I've been slapped before. Go ahead. Just smack it out of my hand. Smack me in the head if you want, okay? But I'm trying to hand you. <laughs> I'm trying to, to hand you. I told you I was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit uh, extra excited today. You, you know, I'm trying to hand you the golden ticket. You want to call it the golden goose or the golden egg? I'll do that too. Handing you the golden goose, the golden egg. I'm handing you whatever it is. You know, and, and it's important. It's important because it can help you, can save you, can make your life live longer. You hear about aging, aging, everybody worried about aging. Uh, I don't want to age. I don't want to age. With 20-year-olds don't really care about aging too much. You know, they're just too busy with everything else, right? Then you hit 30 and you're like, wait a minute, I'm 30. Oh, I'm out of my 20s. And you get a little scared, right? And you see, start hitting 40 and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm 40. I'm aging. Don't want to age. I don't want to. I don't want gray hair. I don't want to age. I don't want it. Whatever. Whatever. I don't want my skin to go bad. I don't want to age. I don't want to get disease. I don't want to start breaking down. I don't want my bones and body to start breaking down. My muscles breaking down. I don't want all of that happening. But it will, if you're focused on protein. It will, even if you're an athlete and you're in your fifties and you're working out, and you don't seem to have a scrap of fat on your body, if you're focused on protein, you can set yourself up for a heart attack from hell. A heart attack from hell. I see it all the time. I've witnessed it all the time. I've seen people drop dead out there in the world. I talk to people, and they're like, I can't believe how many people are dropping dead. Joe Schmo's dropping dead. So this other person, Sarah Sue, dropped dead. They're all just—they're all just dropping dead out there. Heart attacks galore. Oh, what were they eating? I don't know. They seemed to be healthy. They were exercising. They were doing low carb. They were—they were taking care of themselves. I don't—you know—the whole bit. The whole bit. Now, in fairness to the plant-based people, in fairness to the vegans and plant-based people, okay, there's a double standard out there, and I feel bad for the plant-based people because here's the deal. All the meat eaters are allowed to be sick because guess what? Out of 330 million Americans or whatever it is, just say it's 330 million Americans. I, I don't know the number. Don't quote me on it. Don't say, hey, we got him. He doesn't even know the number of Americans. I'm just saying, okay? I Don't quote me on that. There's three, 330 million Americans out of them. 329 million, 900, whatever, okay? Whatever it is. And if you want to go percentage... You know, it's 99 point something something percent meat eaters, meat eaters, okay? Just letting you know. And I don't mean meat, any kind of animal product eaters. Plant-based people, 
It's just a fraction. You think there's a lot of them? No, it's a real small, just such a small amount. It's so tiny, it's utterly ridiculous. And if one plant-based person, one vegan, gets sick or has a symptom or they're, they're wafering back and forth with, a, with, a, with some kind of problem because they have a virus or something else that has nothing to do with what they're eating and they, get, they don't feel well, the meat-eating world just comes down on them. It's a double standard. But we're not allowed, you know what I mean? We're not allowed, and that's the whole thing. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't be allowed to come down on the plant-based people. We're, we shouldn't be allowed to come down on the, on the plant-based people, the vegan people. We shouldn't be, that, that we shouldn't, we're not supposed to be doing that, jumping on them. And we're not allowed to do that. The, the thing is, is the vegans, they're not allowed to jump on the, the, the animal protein people when they get sick. They're not. They're not. And, you know, but the thing is, is the animal people, the animal protein people, they jump on them. They, they, they try to crush the vegans and the plant-based people. Oh, it's because you're not getting protein. Oh, it's, and I got to say, all fairness, that's terrible. That's terrible. Because there isn't any vegans, really. It's a small crew. And vegans are only vegans for a little while. They're not vegans for 30, 40 years. I mean, been, maybe people are vegan for a month and then they're off of it. Maybe people are vegan for a year, they're off of it. There's not many so you can't, they can't be judged. In all fairness, that's uncool. It's uncool to be judging that when there's 200 or 329 million animal protein of some sort, some kind of animal protein eaters. And what about all the sickness? That's the majority of the country, and, and they're all sick out of the, when I say there's 250 million Americans that are sick, and there is, I'm telling you right now, don't get confused by television. Don't get confused by TV because you see some people that look healthy on TV because they're hired for a commercial or whatever it is. Don't get confused by that. There's over 250 million sick Americans. And you know how, you got to understand, that's all the animal protein eaters. But I'm not just saying that's why they're sick. I'm saying, and that's where we have to clear this up right now. I'm saying... It's because of the high-fat diet, the high-fat diets, the too much fat in the diets. It's not about the animal protein, really, in the end. It's about the fat. And in the vegans, when vegans get sick, they're on way too much fat, too. So the small amount of vegans, it's a small crew. It's a really small crew out there. You don't think it is? It's small. Believe me. And that small crew, they, they, they're on high-fat diets, too. And they get sick. And they're... Both sides are looking for protein. That's what I'm trying to say. So you got to be really careful. You got to lower the fats. What does that mean? If you're plant-based, you got to keep the avocados where it's like one a day. You know, maybe even a half of avocado a day. Maybe it's a handful of nuts and seeds in between, and the rest, lots of fruits, salads. If you're, if you're, you know, if you do some cooked food, you could do potatoes, sweet potatoes, winter squash. You can do all that. If you're raw, you do extra bananas and dates with salads and greens, and you make sure you get your celery juice in. We're going to talk about rebuilding muscle too, so just hang in there for this ride. Hang in there. Okay, I hope this show is interesting enough. I hope it's interesting enough because I, I want you guys to know all this stuff. Okay. And if you're doing animal protein, you got to bring, you can't be eating meat three times a day. I've never seen anything good ever come out of in all my years. And I'm not anti-animal product person. And all I'm telling you right now, I'm not one. And I've never seen anything good, I swear to God, out of, out of eating animal protein of some kind three times a day. Never seen anything good come out of it. I, I'm telling you right now. 
ever, ever. And if you say someone lived to be 85 and they ate animal products three times a day, they would have lived to be 118 then if they didn't because the fat shortened them to 85. And when it comes down to diseases, the very real causes of illness and disease that I outline in my books, you guys, outline in the books, which is all the viruses, which is all the heavy metals. You can't get heavy metals out of the body in its entirety if your fats and your diet are too high, both animal protein side and both vegan side and plant-based side. Okay, you can't get the heavy metals out of the body. You can't get the viruses out of the body easily if your fats are too high. And that means you're searching for protein and getting yourself in trouble with fat. How many shows, like doctor shows, where another guy comes on, he's like, here's how you do your smoothie. You put your almond butter in there and you throw this and you throw your just a few blueberries in there, a few cultivated blueberries in there, and you put those in there and you're just like and you're blending up this big fat smoothie right on one of the doctor's show and you're just like okay let's keep on teaching people to eat nice and lots of fats and then then you come across and you show the table it's like lean meats oh which is all fat still all fat when you think oh, oh lean proteins it's all fats or say it's a different person coming up on some weird doctor show and it's like oh let's see lots of nuts and see coconut oil should be doing two tablespoons of coconut oil and lots of tahini and everything else because, whoa, you're going to need lots of heat for your protein, and you're going to be all these protein powders, all the, the different protein powders, and you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble. Because what's really happening is we've got viruses eating people up. All the symptoms I mentioned early, early on, all the symptoms and all the diseases, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, multiple sclerosis, this goes on and on and on. These are just a couple of things that I randomly mention all the time, lupus, whatever, and all of them, there's but tons and tons and tons of autoimmune conditions, eczema rises, everything else, all of it, from all the different UTIs, from all the different migraines to everything under the sun, there's pathogens and metals behind it, and it has nothing to do with protein. God almighty, it has nothing to do with protein. That's how demented this joke has gone too far and how demented this joke is and how far it's gone. Does anyone know how far it's gone? It is disgusting. And I'm telling you right now, it's not over. I could sit here and rant all I want on a soapbox. I could be like, okay, step right up and just come on. Here's the golden ticket of truth. Take the golden ticket of truth. And still, someone's going to smack it out of my hand because you know what? I can't control the world. Haven't you realized that too, that you can't control the world? But you know what we can do? We can change the people around us and the people we meet and we can change ourselves and we can heal and help heal others. And you know what? You know what? You save one person, one person, and that is their world. That is their world. Remember that. That is their world. You save one person from misinformation and stupidity out there in the, in the industries, alternative and conventional. You save one person and you save one child. You save one grandma. You save one person. You just save their world, regardless of how idiotic the world can be that you can't control. And that's the power of what we're doing. And that's the power of what you're doing. And that's the power. That's what it all is. So there's all these things that create disease and illness and symptoms and nobody cares. Nobody knows anything about it. And the ones that do care say you need more protein to fix it. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Yes, 
It's still going on. You walk into the best functional doctor, and I love all the functional doctors, but you walk into them and, and oh, they probably need new pro- more protein. And it's not their fault. God bless them. Because they're still helping people in different ways. All our doctors do. Every last one of them still help us in every way. And they have compassion. And they care. That's why they woke up in the morning and said, I'm going to go to medical school. I'm going to go and torture myself through that whole process. And then sit in an office somewhere while people file in when I could be doing something else with my life. <laughs> because they care. Because they care. So that's why it's a big deal. But what happens is... We get thrown the wrong, wrong place down the road. We get thrown into like, hey, a protein fear. It's all about protein. Fruit's bad. Fruit fear. It's all about fruit. Oh, you know, it's, it's all lectin fear now. Lectin fear. Listen to my lectin show. You got to listen to my lectin show. You got to listen to it. Unbelievable. Talking about crap people are trying to hang their hat on. Why do I get upset about this? Because it hinders your healing. It slows down your healing. It's going to mess you up. So what do you eat? What do you do? How do you eat? I'm sure all these questions are coming through. First of all, there's plenty of protein. You can't stay away from it. It's in everything. You can't. You eat a potato, and the bioavailable protein just in the skin alone and inside the potato itself is more healing than some of the pro, all the proteins out there in the world. But potatoes are shunned. That's what I'm talking about. There's, there's protein in tomatoes, proteins that people don't understand yet, that science and research don't understand because what they confuse you with purposely is the dirty deals went on in the 30s and the 1940s that we're married to right now and don't even know. We don't even know what we're married to. That's how sick it is. And this is the deal. And these, and these grandfathered laws that we're attached to that we have no idea what they are, they're geared so we get confused that we think satiation has something to do with protein. It has nothing to do with protein satiation. Satiation has everything to do with carbohydrate, with calories. And that part is right. It's calories satiate. Also, mineral salts satiate. Mineral salts and calories satiate. Hear me out. Glucose, carbohydrate, Mineral salts satiate. That's what satiates. That's what, that's what takes care of hunger. But they purposely poisoned the water so that you think fat, that fat protein, that protein satiates because proteins are always, they always got fat involved with them and they satiate. And then we get confused. It has nothing to do with that. And then they throw away your potatoes. They throw away your tomatoes with hip, trendy crap that circulates. Just when we make progress, they throw away your fruit. We finally make progress that fruit is healing people, and it really is, and they throw it another trendy person paid for by God knows what, fruit fear. And Disney, you know, also these got, got people that are they're not even paid off. They're just following other people that were paid off 20 years ago, that were, the, um, that were the plants, that were the moles, and they were put into the system alternatively and conventionally. So, so fruit fear went down the line so that people who aren't paid off go and write a book about, you know, stay away from all that sugar, stay away from all those fruits. You got to be on your protein. It's unbelievable what's going on out there. <sighs> yeah, take a sigh, take a sigh. So what can you eat? You just can't, you can eat lots of things, but you can't think about protein as you're eating. You're going to get in trouble. There's protein in bananas. For God's sake, there's protein in bananas. And a ban- banana satiate. 
they satiate because of because of the calories coming from the carbohydrate in banana, which is really healing, which actually kills viruses and bacteria in the gut, which actually heals celiac. Celiac. It heals IBS. Bananas heal Crohn's and colitis. I've had the worst Crohn's cases ever out there, and I've dealt with them, and I've gotten people to, to avoid surgeries and everything else under the sun with silly bananas. Bananas even repel retroviruses like HIV. Bananas repel herpetic virus like all the H, all, all the HHV sixes and sevens and eights and the undiscovered and in the nines and the tens and eleven and twelve, fourteens and fifteens that are undiscovered by research and science. And so many herpetic mutations. Over sixty varieties of Epstein Barr. I talk about all my books. If you don't have my books, gotta get the books because I don't cover all that in these shows. There's no way I can. There's no way I can. If you read it once, read the book again. You'll, you'll realize there's a whole bunch of stuff you missed. And, and, and the deal is, is that, you know, everything's got proteins. Everything. Oranges have some protein. Apples have protein. And they're all proteins. Yeah, they got them in there. And they do play some role in the body. But what really plays a role is keeping your liver healthy so your liver can create all the proteins you need. That's the whole point. A dying liver, you age. You bombard your liver with loads of fat. You bombard your brain with loads of fat, and you age. Oh, so you hear about science that there's fats. Oh, the megas are good for the brain. That fats are everything for the brain. That's what you heard? Let me tell you something. There's a microscopic percentage of fat in the brain. The rest is made out of glycogen storage. Hardened, which is, which is actually a positive thing with this because it's hardened glycogen. That's how our brains stop atrophying and stay alive and stay vibrant and don't shrink when we get older. It's from carbohydrates, from stored glucose in the form of glycogen. The brain is this jellyfish of sugar with very low traces of omegas, so low and small without, because the more fat in the brain, the more, the more metals will stay in the brain, the more fat in the brain, the more, the more viruses can breed in the brain, the more, the more trouble, the more calcifications, crystallizations in the brain, black spots, white spots on the brain, lesions on the brain, you name it can develop. All of that with fatty brain, that's right. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. But a whole bunch of copycats out there in the book world are going to want to come out with the, all this stuff. When, you know, the whole thing, when Medical Medium's putting out this liver book to try to make sure that you guys heal in every way, in every capacity, you better believe a whole bunch of people are going to try to counter it with their, their idea of what they think the liver does. And, they'll, and you know what one of those ideas is? I'm going to tell you right now. The industries, both alternative and conventional, think that fat's good for your liver, even though fatty liver is caused by fats. Is that amazing? The industries right now, alternative and conventional, believe that sugar is bad for your liver. And I'm not talking about table sugar. That's not good for anybody, and there's a reason. It was separated in such a way. I'm talking about the sugar that's naturally derived, that's naturally sitting in all the fruits. And here's the thing. You want to build muscle? It's not built on protein. Muscle's not built on protein. Muscle's built on three things. Hear me out. Here's your golden ticket. Giving you the golden ticket. Do you want it? Three things. Muscle is built on mineral salts. That's one thing. Mineral salts. Lots of celery juice. Whether you're working out, whether you're an athlete, whether you're sick in bed, atrophying because you're so sick, you better stop the atrophying by using celery juice. Mineral salts stop the muscles from atrophying. They also remove the toxins in the way from the muscle cell expanding and building so your muscle tissue can build when you get mineral salts in your muscles, which is celery juice. And then, you guys, and then the second thing, 
The second thing, which is critical, is carbohydrates. Not fats, not proteins, carbohydrates. Fats stop you from building muscle. They stop you from building muscle. They do. They do. Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. That's what builds muscle. Because guess what? Muscle cells can only be built on glucose entering into it with a nutrient because glucose attaches to all nutrients. When you eat a banana, the glucose from banana attaches to all nutrients to drive it into the muscle to build the muscle. Okay? That's the second thing. And I'm being light on this. There's more I could add. The third thing is using your muscle. So if you're sick and chronically ill in bed and all you can do is lift up a glass, you're building muscle by lifting up a glass. If you're getting enough of the fruit in you, enough of the potato in you, things that have the carbohydrate and you're lowering your fats. You know what gets people chronically ill really in trouble when they're in bed and all their doctors and all their family members like they need protein, they're wafing away, they're atrophying, they're sick in bed, nobody knows what's wrong with them. Oh, maybe they got Lyme disease, maybe they got this, maybe they got that, maybe got MS, whatever it is, but they're viral as heck. And they're loaded with viruses. They're suffering the poor things. I've seen it for years. It's horrible. And, you know, and then they're being thrown fat diets, lots of protein and fat being thrown in them, atrophying them. When they need to be getting on some bananas, they need to be getting on potatoes, they need to be getting on maybe some steamed peas, steamed peas. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. Those are the things that matter. And you know why protein powders now, the pea protein powders, you know why bodybuilders that eat animal protein, but they hop on a pea protein powder? That's actually a carbohydrate in there. That's what gives you muscle. And you know those, you know those other, you know, and there's other, there's all, people to say, wait a minute, if, if muscle doesn't get built on protein, I'm on an all protein diet, I'm on no carbohydrates, how come I'm building muscle? That's because they are on carbohydrates. They're in the protein shakes and powders. There's actually sugars in them. They're hidden in there. That's how they do it. They have to put sugar in these protein powders. I know this for a fact. I know this for a fact. They have to. If they don't, you're going to hit the wall. You're going to hit the wall. It's critical. And, and I'll tell you right now, the one apple you do eat every three days, if you're on a low-carb diet and a high-protein diet, the one apple you eat every three days is going to actually be what your muscles are sucking up and absorbing so you can build a muscle. And then you use your muscle, you build a muscle. Don't think about how many protein grams you need a day how many grams of protein you need a day. You're just going to get yourself in trouble. You're going to walk into walls. You're going to step on potholes and you're going to get yourself in trouble. You just got to be eating enough fruits and vegetables and you got to make sure you're lowering your, your, if you're, okay, let's, let's hit it. If you're hitting, if you're doing the animal proteins, do it once a day. If you love animal proteins, do it once a day. That's right. You're hearing it from me. Do it once a day. Do your salmon once a day. Absolutely. If you like your grass-fed beef and that's what you really feel good on, do it once a day. The reason why people feel like they need a protein a lot of times too is if they're only eating salads with not enough carbohydrates in them or not enough calories in them, they're eating some salads and they're eating a little piece of fruit here and there and they're on this like diet or they're on the cleanse, which is amazing to help them heal. They'll feel like they're hitting the wall and they need a four-ounce steak or four-ounce piece of chicken or a 10-ounce piece of chicken because they're looking for calories and chicken has it's so high in calories. The protein isn't what fills you up or saves you. I said it earlier. It's the calories. It, and that's what does it. So you have to bring your potatoes in, your sweet potatoes, your winter squash. You have to start your, your steamed Brussels sprouts. You got to start bringing in some, some dense calories. And you got to be doing your spinach soups. You got to throw your spinach. You know, I talk about medical medium book one into the blender and blend it up with some tomatoes. And you make yourself a nice, rich spinach soup. And you got to be eating enough fruit. You got to get your papaya out. You got to get your, you eat a few bananas and a few dates. You'll get satiated and you'll be able to heal. 
If you're eating animal protein, go to one serving. If you're a big animal protein person, go to one serving a day. If you're a big vegan, big into, into plant-based, and that's your whole thing, absolutely, I support it. Go down, drop your nuts and seeds in your oils, though. Bring them down. Have a handful here and there. Make sure you get a lot more of the fresh fruits and vegetables. Do melon in the morning. Gets lots of celery juice, but both sides of the aisle, I swear to God, both sides of the aisle are so busy battling over the protein war. And really, honestly, the plant-based people and the vegan people, they're taking the fall. They take the hit because there's not a lot of them. So as they're healing and reversing their diseases and changing people's lives, you get a whole bunch of angry. I mean, it's a double standard in that. It's unbelievable what happens. But both sides of the aisle, both sides of this can, the camps, two camps out there, Hatfields and the McCoys, both sides are playing around with a volleyball with protein written on it. And they're both getting suckered, 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 suckered. It's so sad. And so, so really, you're only going to hear this from me. And it's the only time you're ever going to hear it. You're going to hear it from me, okay? I talk about it in the liver book, though. But I'm saying you're only going to hear it like this, like this in this radio show. Because you know what? I don't want to waste my time on the stupidity of the protein problem. It's almost nauseating. But I realize something. You guys need this information, so I have to just, I just have to chill, and I have to chill and realize I just got to give you what you need. I've always lived by that. I can't stop because of proteins that annoying. I got to deliver, and I got to stay delivering, and that's what the medical medium radio show is all about. Well, that's what I'm about as a soul, as an individual, and that's what spirit's about, is I have to follow spirit's information because it's pure untampered with, clean source of information that wasn't paid off by somebody somewhere down the line and the thumb wasn't put on some scale and it was twisted so that our human minds get all twisted up with it and we don't heal and we don't get better, okay? So how much protein do you need? I wouldn't even think about it. It's everywhere in every food you eat. You just think about, are you getting enough carbs? Are you getting enough calories? And I'm not talking about from a donut. I'm not talking about from that. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're into eggs, kill the eggs, whatever you do. I should have mentioned that early on. Kill the eggs. The eggs are a protein source no matter what for vegetarians or whoever it is, vegetarians, animal eaters, whatever. Eggs are bad. They're bad. They feed every virus, every disease, every bacteria that science and research doesn't even know about or understand or haven't even understand or discovered or research, and that are the real reasons why you're sick. It's not protein. It's because of things that feed things like viruses and disease. And guess what? Too much protein, and you're worried about too much protein, and you want to eat that much protein, you will feed these viruses, and eggs is one of them. You lower your animal products down. You get rid of your eggs, you get rid of your dairy products, you lower things down and you heal. And the plant-based people, watch the nuts. Watch the nuts and seeds. Too, too many. I don't want to make you paranoid. Have a handful here and there, but make sure you're getting all the other things. And that's critical too. That's critical. But don't focus on protein, you guys. Try not to. But you know what? I could say that a million times. And you know what? I'm going to get that, that golden ticket. going to get smacked out of my hand. You're probably going to smack me in the head at the same time. <laughs> Because it's out there to the point where you can't even t dial something in the computer. Dial something. How do you like that? You can't even type something in. I love you guys. Bless your heart. I love you. Just love you so much. I want to squeeze you and hug you. And just thank you for all that you do. Just God bless you. Bless your hearts. Bless your soul. Take one day at a time. I'm, I'm with you 100%. I'm not going to stop. I'm with you. Take care. All right. Bye now. See you next show, okay? All right.